Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Soccer from the Zoo's Sporting Kansas City Update. I'm Kyle Pinnell, and I'll be coming at you solo as I recap Sunday night's 2-1 Sporting Kansas City win over Nashville SC, the first meeting between the teams in franchise history. It was a fun game to be at, and to start off with, I was actually there. There, I was updating uh, from the press box, and I gotta say, it's great being back in the press box watching Major League Soccer. The last game I covered actually came in Portland when they took on Nashville SC before everything shut down. So it was cool seeing Major League Soccer for the first time in, I believe, 217 days is what I found out when I did the math. So Sporting looked really well for the first half, they weren't as sharp as they could have been. But that second half showed the fight that the team has, and I'll talk a little bit about that later, but let's just dive into the game. A 2-1 win again, Sporting Kansas City win. The win leapfrogged them the second place in the West for just a couple of hours before Portland took down San Jose on the West Coast. Game didn't start off that well for Sporting. Nashville had a few opportunities. They... In the first few minutes, they got behind Sporting's back line with a few direct runs to the byline and actually a shot that hit the top post and Melia dived out of bounds and a lot of chaos going on. That easily could have been one nothing, Nashville SC and before you knew it, they were out shooting Sporting Kansas City 5-1 to one with, I believe, three shots on target. Not ideal if you're a Sporting fan and... They just kept coming and coming, a strong opening to the game. And in the 15th minute, Walker Zimmerman puts the visitors in front on a header. And this is just Walker Zimmerman being tall, knowing how to head the ball. He scores a lot of goals like this, a lot of scrappy goals. And he outleaped every single Sporting Kansas City player in the box to put Nashville SC ahead. And obviously that's not ideal. A team like Nashville conceding just 14 goals on the season, one of the best marks in Major League Soccer coming into the night. They're, they're not a team that will give up many goals. And if you put yourself in behind and allow Nashville to build, build out of its defense and not have to send any, any men forward, well, that's a recipe for disaster. And it looked that way as Sporting went in the halftime down by a goal. But then in the second half, Sporting showed a lot of fight and a lot of grit. And that starts with... A goal really created out of nothing from Johnny Russell. It gets down to the to the right byline. Kind of the same thing Nashville did early in the game. And he sends in a low ball. I think it nutmegs a defender. And Jurs was right there. The pass into the back of the net with a tap-in. But that goal, make no mistake about it, it, was all Johnny Russell. And his ability to win a matchup 1v1 and and send a ball into the box. He had a great game. Uh, he he was trying to cut into the middle and unleash some shots from distance and also finding open open teammates. He combined with Gerso, it seemed, a lot. A lot of good moments, especially in that second half. And right after that Gerso goal, a red card, uh, or a second yellow for Johnston, I believe, of Nashville, one of their center backs, so after conceding the goal, it's now 1-1, and Nashville's down a man with 30 minutes to play, an ideal situation 
if you're sporting Kansas City. Now, before we kind of get into the rest of the game, here's what Peter Vermees had to say after the game as on Tuesday he talked about never being never playing Nashville and how he wants his team to prepare. So here's how he thought they did adjusting on the fly. I thought that they were good in the first half. They were very organized. Um, we, we knew that a lot of times what they do really well is they get seven guys behind the ball, basically four and three, and they were doing a really good job of that. They also stepped the game up and pressed a little bit, and they were, they were actually pretty good at it. Um, and and I, I think that we were a little bit sluggish in the first half. Um, but we found a way in the second half. We made a few adjustments. We talked about a couple things. Um, uh, obviously, you know, the, the this first off we scored, then the sending off, what it does is uh, at that moment is, look, we're, we're, the momentum shifted. And, and, and the other piece is, is that we deserved it based on the positive play that we were creating. And we were taking it to them a little bit, and I think we put them under the gun, which then caused them, you know, with with, with two fouls, obviously, for the same guy. And, uh, yeah, I, I give the referee credit because, you know, I, there's been many times this season where a second yellow should have been given and it wasn't in games that we were, we were doing. So I, I give Fultis a lot of credit for that. Um, and, and then I finally say that, again, we were deserving. We were we were energetic to, to, to go score the second one, which sometimes – you know, when you when you get yourself level in a game like this and you weren't playing that well in the first half, like you were a little sluggish, you almost concede and you're satisfied and complacent with the fact that you got yourself back to even and you finish out the game because, you know, a lot, of t- a lot of teams do a good job of playing with a man down. Um, but we, we still we still push the game, which was excellent. The game really changed with that goal and subsequent second yellow bringing Nashville SC down to 10 players and at a serious disadvantage, and for sporting in the 49th minute, Kyrie Shelton had to give way to Eric Hurtado due to uh, an injury concern. So Hurtado came in and honestly looked pretty good early on. He had a few good moments, including cutting in from the right side and unleashing a shot with his left foot that was unlucky not to find the back of the net in the first place. He helped provide a few balls to... Uh, Johnny Russell, who continued to try and slip behind the back line of Nashville SC. And then, really, the whole game flipped on its head Flipped on its head later on, and with both teams searching for a winner, it ultimately came through Sporting Kansas City and through Eric Hurtado, and it was a shot that it's going to be hard to replicate for Eric Hurtado. It's a goal-of-the-year contender in Major League Soccer. The ball sent in from Amadou Dia from the left side, about 35 yards out, and Hurtado just makes some sort of in-air adjustments and watches the ball come over his shoulder and just fires a volley without even letting it hit the ground. And that ball just goes right past uh, Willis in goal for one of the more incredible goals you're going to see this season. I haven't seen a goal like that in a long time. So Sporting take the lead through Eric Hurtado on a wonder goal. And really, here's what Hurtado had to say as he walked reporters through that goal after the game. Yeah, so uh, T and I have worked on that play a few times. On off days, you know, he gets the ball out wide and he plays me, plays me across or plays me behind the defense. And... 
And so we talked about it before the game, if we get a chance to, to, to run that play. Uh, you know, so he saw me make the run in behind, and, you know, I just had to focus and keep eye contact on the ball and connect with it. And, uh, you know, fortunate enough for her to get in the back of the net. It was quite the goal for Hurtado. And something that, as I said, is going to be super hard to replicate, if at all. In the celebration, Hurtado kind of ran to the side and stuck the soccer ball under his shirt and said after the game that that was for his son that he's expecting in about a month. Uh, his newborn Tristan is what they're going to name their kids. So a very emotional moment for Eric Hurtado and his family, a great goal. And uh, when asked about just where that goal stands as far as goals being scored at Children's Mercy Park, I believe the other goal was um, Johan Crozet's um, volley against FC Dallas in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, Johnny Russell had a, an indecisive answer of what he thought was the better goal. Uh, I th I'm going to go with Hurtado's, just mainly for the fact... I mean, uh, Johan's came down from a ridiculous height, but Hurtado's coming over his shoulder like that to hit it back across goal. It has to be perfect, uh, and it was. It was. I said to him that that's one of the most outrageous finishes I've seen live in a game. So I'm, I'm going to go with that one. That goal by Hurtado capped Sporting Kansas City's comeback from being a goal down throughout the entire first half and parts of the second half to being two goals up, and they did enough to hold on to that result, something that they struggled with in recent weeks, especially a recent game against FC Dallas, in which they lost 3-2, and in a really crazy game. But Sporting did well to hold on to this result, and that shows a little bit of mental fortitude to come back from a goal down against a team like Nashville that's very defensively minded, sitting in a low block, finding a way to break down uh, Nashville is seeing any possible way, and Johnny Russell had a little bit to say about his team's mentality after the game as well. Pulled the game and created a lot of chances, had a few shots from outside of the box, didn't really trouble them, but uh, you know, mine in the first half that Kyrie put me in, uh, the one Rodgers in, you know, those are chances that we probably should have taken as well. So, all in all, I think we had the, the chances to win the game. Uh, it was just... It's, just nice to, to get the points again you know we're, we're on a little bit of a run now where we probably haven't played as, as well as we have before that um, and we weren't picking up points so you know the, the game during the week a little bit scrappy we win that and then you know we had to, to dig deep again tonight and it just shows a different side of our game um, you know we can play play nice football but you know when it's it's time to get down to the, the dog work as well then we're more than capable of outfighting teams as well. Johnny Russell did talk about stringing some results together. That's three wins on the bouncer sporting Kansas City this week. That's nine points. Very big for them in the standings as they started to slip a little bit in the West, but are now rebounding pretty well. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Portland is in second now, but for a few hours, Sporting was in second. So those two teams are going to flip-flop. Portland looks really good right now. Sporting's finding a way to get results. And um, per Sporting match day, this is the first time since 2014 and only the second time since 20 or 2005 
that's supporting Kansas City has won three MLS regular season matchups in a row. Obviously, a normal MLS season wouldn't have as many triple game weeks. But this year is unique, and Peter Vermees has said as such, the players have said as such, and it's, this has been a great stretch of soccer for sporting. And before we transition to just looking at the next game for a few, Peter Vermees had to start his press conference by bringing up just which goal he's seen in his life that Eric Hurtado goal reminded, it is, reminded him of. Hit. That that goal was a world class goal that he scored today. Um, that was you wouldn't remember this, but there was a game in 1988 in the European Championship between the Netherlands and Russia, uh, and a ball was switched from left to right, much much harder angle than. Not saying that his was easy because it was an unbelievable finish. Um, ball switched left to right, and Van Basten hit it in the air. Over at the time, the best goalkeeper in the world. He was from Russia. He was. It was an unbelievable goal. Same. Same kind. Once again, it's another impressive outing for Sporting Kansas City. Three wins on the bounce, and now they travel to Frisco, Texas, to take on FC Dallas, a team they've played a lot already since returning from Orlando in the MLS's back tournament. But for today, that's all I have for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. And when I'm at games, you'll be able to. Follow our Twitter handle at Soccer at the Zoo, and that's going to be Z-O-U. Follow along for updates or for updates from myself, from my partner Michael Howie uh, when he's there. It should be a fun end to the season in Kansas City, and a tight playoff race is to come. Thank you, as always, for listening.